0: This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's Community Access Media Organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz.
1: Namai, Harimai, ora Tanakwe, Free FM 89.0. Good afternoon, Bruce Scott Mel Driscoll, between now and 2 o'clock. Welcome to Sunday. Days closer to you-know-what and you-know-who and everything else in between. To now at 2 o'clock, we'll talk to people and also remember some of those songs that were banned by Radio New Zealand and the NZBC. Well, Eartha Kitt, the sultry actress and singer infamous for wrapping her legs around tables and chairs... And as Catwoman and Batman alongside Anna West and Burt Ward. Well, she was uh, once uh, blacklisted by the US government. She was born in the year 1927 and died in 2008, which is not so long ago. In 1957, she Put out a song that was banned by Radio New Zealand and the NZBC. It's called I Want to Be Evil.
2: I've posed for pictures with ivory soap. I've petted stray dogs and shied clear of dope. My smile is brilliant. My glance is tender. But I'm noted most for my unspoiled gender. I've been made Miss Rheingold, though I never touch beer. And I'm the person to whom they say, you're sweet, my dear. The only etchings I've seen have been behind glass. And the closest I've been to a bar was at ballet class, prim and proper the girl who's never been cased. Well, I'm tired of being pure and not chaste. Like something that seeks its level. I wanna go to the devil. I wanna be evil. I wanna spit tax. I wanna be evil and treat at. I want to be wicked, I want to tell lies, I want to be mean and throw my pies, I want to wake up in the morning with that dark brown taste, I want to see some dissipation in my face, I want to be More than that, I want to be bad. I want to be evil and trump an ace Just to see my partner's face I want to be nasty, I want to be cruel I want to be daring, I want to shoot pool can step on everybody's feet i want to be evil i want to hurt for lies i want to sing songs like the guy who cries i want to be horrid i want to drink booze and whatever i've got
1: FM 89.0, independent community media, and no I wonder the US government found her subversive and kind of blacklisted her for many, many years. The late, great Earther Kit, one of the songs banned by NZBC and RNZ, I Want to
0: Be Evil. We can play it these days. Good afternoon, Mel. Good afternoon, and especially to Jan Gillanders. Our voice of the South from Nelson, a nurse now retired. It looked, Jan, for a while as though the South Island might stay free of the virus, but no such luck. An outbreak of COVID-19? Yes. Are you there? Yeah, yeah,
1: we're, 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 yeah. We're, we're, we're on your many words. You're going to say this afternoon, yes, COVID-19 has reached Christchurch? Yes. Indeed it has. I see it. I'm,
3: it's, 2 p.m. There were a
4: whole
0: lot of new areas of interest announced. It had been predicted uh, yes. that much of the South Island had, well, having been spared during the Delta outbreak up in the north here, uh, that it might uh, pass uh, without uh, being infected. There had been the one earlier case in Blenheim, uh, but now it's shifted down to Canterbury for now.
3: Yes, mm-hmm. Do you yes think it had. So. Got a few cases down there now. But, um, I guess the government is no longer trying to prevent the spread of COVID. No. I think I don't think so. I think the goal is to, you know, the the point of whole point of vaccination was so that we didn't have to do those draconian measures to prevent the spread, They're like lockdowns and stuff. Um, but now, because of the um, as it spreads, because we haven't got a huge infrastructure in our hospitals. It has to be a
1: controlled spread, is my take on it. Mm-hmm. Who, do, you believe, do you believe Andrew Little or Dr Shane Retty when it comes about um, beds in and, the uh, and emergency? Uh, what do they say about the beds in the emergency?
3: Are,
1: well, Shane Retty says there's not enough. Andrew Little says there's enough. So who's telling oh, the truth?
3: Uh, I don't believe there are enough. Um, and the government actually has uh, the ministry of health has a requirement well when i was working there was a requirement that anybody who went into an ic into an um, emergency care bed was sorted and gone within six hours and um, so gone would be to a ward or a home i guess or icu or somewhere um, and that they, that actually had to be reported when it was breached and i think it was breached fairly often but it didn't
0: change anything
3: if you know what I mean last week noted.
0: COVID-19 response minister Chris Hipkins said uh, Kiwis needed to realise the virus wouldn't stay in Auckland no and he sent no. a clear warning that COVID is coming yes
3: I agree I do think you,
1: COVID is coming do, do you believe I, and I've heard this from many people that one of the problems is that people are trying to sell drugs all over the country, including the gangs, and this is part of the problem. They're moving from town to town trying to sell methamphetamine, etc., etc. Do you believe that?
3: Well, I'm not exactly sure what the gangs do, but they certainly move around, don't they? They, I mean, they love the road. That's why they're in a motorbike gang. And, and they're definitely moving around, and I guess they've got to generate a source of income.
0: <laughs> and less.
3: No, there's been some gang leaders who have been like on the TV getting their vaccines, hasn't there? Mm -hmm.
0: Let's not forget that there are people, especially in the North Island, who who love your Nelson Lakes and the the conservation area. They're likely to head down as soon as those restrictions are lifted on December the 15th.
3: Yes. I think that's been one good reason for keeping us in level two because it does make us less attractive than level one. And I'm sure that's going to happen. Um, yes, and we are we aren't at ninety percent. I don't think in Nelson we might be ninety percent. The first, I think we're a wee bit shy of it, just under.
0: As it gets near to fulfilling the requirement that there be ninety percent fully vaccinated, it gets more exciting. And I suppose that the message that goes out to the unvaccinated is, COVID is coming to get you.
3: Well, I've heard that um, the unvaccinated uh, believe that after vaccinated people, better for myself, I'm vaccinated, that in actual fact the vaccine is what's going to contribute to my demise sooner rather than later. So I've, I've heard through my daughter who's got kiddies at a school that I don't think it's at the school that her children go to, but she's heard from other parents that there are uh, the children of anti-vaxxers Suggesting to children who've got vaccinated, parents that their parents denies is imminent <coughs> due that's, to the decision to that, take the vaccine.
0: That's the sad side, Jan. It's driving yes. a wedge in families and
3: um, yes, and and well, communities. The whole thing. Mm.
0: Have
1: you seen the grand, groundswell uh, protest through Nelson?
3: Yes. No, not the groundswell protest because um, I've been. And that's about to start, isn't it? That mm. one o'clock.
1: Uh, yeah, this is yep. this is an organisation where one of their leaders had to resign because he sent racist tweets to Minister Nanaya Mahuta. He resigned from Tatua this week because uh, oh. it didn't go down well with the uh, with the dairy company. So uh, he's ah. he's out of it. So um, ah, I didn't caught up with that, bit. I know that farmers are generally protesting.
3: It's not their first one,
1: is it? No, it is not, but it, the, these tweets were racist. It, I think it's to do with the three waters, etc., etc. et, cetera,
3: et cetera. Uh, yeah, Yeah, the racist comments could be dispensed with, so couldn't they? Mm. I, I understand the farmers are upset about the three waters. And interestingly, not all farmers are getting vaccinated, although they vaccinate their stock. Interesting. Isn't S- that interesting?
0: <clears throat> Something else the farmers have for us. Synthetic food. And the saga of the vegetarian butcher. Now, surely, Jan, you can't be both. can't be both a vegetarian and a butcher. Not at the same time.
3: Unless they're vegetarian to go around slaughtering people. You know, like, you know, murder, brutal murders and that sort of thing.
0: What's been happening Mm -hmm. in the back of the woods down your neck? I
3: went into our market yesterday. Actually, our, our street market is back on. You've got to wear a sign in and everything to get into it where you must, but I see there is a vegetarian butcher at our market there and is. they are selling, yep, yeah, a vegetarian butcher and they are selling um, vegetarian sausages etc uh, and um, it's quite interesting because in, the, in our food standards, in New Zealand and Australian food standards uh, a sausage by definition has to contain no less than 500 grams per kilogram of sausage Mm-hmm. of fat free meat flesh meat flesh so uh, it obviously isn't um, I'm not sure if it can be enforced as a standard but uh, it's an interesting fact
0: well I suppose the thought is that it, it looks like a sausage even if strictly speaking by that definition it's, it's not
3: and, and the, the vegetarians are desperately trying to convince us that although it's plant based it still tastes like meat
0: what do you think? Tried any? Well,
3: um, well um, have you heard of Professor Paul Morgan, who works for the Riddick, uh, Riddick is it? Um, Riddell, maybe. No, Riddick, the Riddick Institute, who is a, a New Zealander who studied all of this. Um, and he says even if plant-based protein, gram for gram, is equivalent to a meat-based protein, our mammalian bodies don't absorb that plant-based protein very well. So we need to eat a lot more of the plant-based protein in order to get our body to absorb sufficient protein from us.
0: Just imagine us, Jan, tucking into lunch of uh,
1: watercress. (laughs) (laughs) You're trying to tell me that after I finish here at 2 o'clock this afternoon, I can't go home and have a good piece of bacon this afternoon. <laughs> oh, I think you should. I love you my should, I, I think
3: you should stick in some salami and oh, maybe some little breakfast sausages
1: and a couple of eggs. Yeah, I could do that. I was having wheat breaks at 10 o'clock this morning too, so. Oh, right. <laughs> uh,
0: substitutes for meat do represent a threat to traditional farming. Yes, but it's
3: synthetic. I
1: don't know how many people actually do want to eat synthetic food. No, synthetic I, I, meat. I, I want the real thing. And talking to sausages, but the, yes. there are so many brands of sausages these days, and they've all got different flavours. And there, there's they're yes. uh, well, mixing this and that with the sausages, and it's hard to find a good old beef sausage. So, yeah, I missed well, out it's this supposed
3: week. Supposed to be supposed to be five hundred grams of meat per kilogram, half meat. Mm. No yeah. less than actually, no less yeah. than it could be more, so when yeah. you see um a, a something that looks like a sausage and contains meat in the supermarket and it 's advertised as a let 's say a cheese sizzler or something like that, mm-hmm. and you can see that it looks like a sausage they 've got around the um the lure by calling it not not calling it a sausage, yeah. <laughs> but that doesn 't prevent the vegetarian butcher from calling their zucchini and feta. Um, similar-shaped
1: product, a sausage. Yep. Just going back to the Taitua director who retired, uh, resigned, he had to, he resigned immediately. Ross Townsend, what he said to Nanaia Mahuta, she was a gang member accompanied by racist slurs questioning her ability to represent the country internationally. Well, she's overseas at the moment, and uh, those posts have been removed. His name is Ross Townsend, which he comes from, my nick of the woods. So, um, oh. so yep, you can look it up on stuff, and you'll yes. see. You you'll have to have a look. And yes, I
3: will have to look that up. Um, that's um, that's all rather inappropriate, really, isn't it? Shooting the messenger. Yep,
1: yeah. she's not a gang member.
3: No, I, and she is not elected or a list member. I mean, she's a parliamentarian. She must be. Um, rightfully a parliamentarian,
1: yeah, and I've met her. She's a very, very lovely lady, too. So um,
3: right, yeah. It's and, This
0: extravagant and, uh, she use. He
3: embraces her culture, and good on her. And mm. Ross Townsend can't find a way to accept that. That's really his problem.
0: This extravagant yeah. um, to and, and fro. That's another
3: that, way of dividing us as a people. Yes. Mm.
0: How's the weather?
3: It's started to rain. It's been cold. I think it's only about. Fourteen outside, uh, and the the clouds are down around the hills. Not much of a uh, bit of a view, I suppose. But it's and it's cold, it's, and it's raining on and off. And on Sundays, on these summer Sundays, I usually meet a few mates in a park with my ukulele. Oh,
0: no better way be to spend an afternoon.
3: Yeah, but not today. It's too cold and too wet. We don't want to take yeah. our beautiful ukuleles out into this kind of weather. It's not good for them.
1: I, th- I thought it never rained in
0: Nelson.
3: Uh, we we do like to, everybody in the country to believe that. It's important that they believe that.
0: What's in your coming week, Jan?
3: Uh, well, this week, oh, well, I've got the car to take to the um, for a warrant of fitness tomorrow. Mm-hmm. That would be that will be exciting, won't it? <laughs>
0: well, it is if you get a bill, a big one.
3: <laughs> yeah, I am going to get it serviced at the same time because that way they'll wash it for me. I thought that was a cunning move. I've done the inside; they can do the outside.
0: Well, thanks for bringing us up to date. Jan Galanders, thanks our voice of the me. South from no. Nelson, a nurse retired. I, I, I think one of these days when
1: we talk to you again, we're going to get you on here playing your ukulele. That <laughs> so would be no
3: trouble at all. <laughs> you remind
1: me next time uh, and I'll, I'll give you a wee tune. Okay, no, no problem.
5: Okay, bye now. Bye, bye. Bye,
1: Jan. Bye, bye. <laughs> Two minutes to one. Uh, Mel, you may be interested that this month is the 100th anniversary of... Radio, the Scottish Professor of Physics at the University of Otago, um, and his uh, his achievements been celebrated this week, and um, I've put together a tribute to him on Scotty's Place for next Friday. So we, we think about Professor Robert Jack this week. Hopefully we'll be looking into... Uh, the co- latest covert rates after one o'clock this afternoon.
6: She takes a tuber out for walks, you know. Oh yeah, I've seen her. She wheels a little pram. Yep. Reads a bedtime story. Oh, get away. Just she feeds the to toast and jam. jam. <laughs> He's really quite eccentric you know
7: yeah the neighbors all agree
6: oh, i did you know yep yeah. but he's uh happy with their instrument yeah look pretty content to me oh, yeah. always got a smile on the face yeah that's the main thing isn't it mate yeah. well it keeps it's her company, company. Hey, here she comes now. Yep. Look at her coming through that gate there. Yeah, bringing a little tuber home. Oh, she's got a rattle on today with that pram. Yep. Look at her. What a mover. That's right. She looks good with that tuber doesn't she, eh? Yeah. Can she play it? Play. Oh, she can blow it. There's no doubt about that, eh? I heard her the other day doing a beautiful rendition of Smoke on the Water. Oh, the petrol heads have locked that one (laughs) up. (laughs) Well, yeah, the neighbours don't like her, though, do they? (laughs) Hey, uh, there's that old Cyril over there. Look over the fence again. Yeah, he doesn't like it playing. No? Huh? No. He wouldn't know, though. Yeah, he's yeah, as deaf as a post. I reckon he's be the drummer for deaf leopards. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Look
8: at her, look at her. There's Juanita looking at yeah. her right Look at the lips on here,
1: eh?
6: Yeah, like the tent's bummed. If you ask me, uh, they're all bonkers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Those are the top twins. Here at 3 him 89.0. And that's a tune called um, The Eccentric Instrumentalist. Thinking of our last guest from Nelson. I wonder if she is eccentric. But moving
0: on at 1 o'clock,
1: Mel, who's next?
0: Jimmy Daisley, company director, Paparoa, rural Northland farm community, halfway between Dome Valley and Dargaville, if you know the north. We ask our roving reporter, Jimmy Daisley, what's up, Jimmy? Hey, Jimmy.
5: Hello, Ray. Hello, Melvin, and uh, hello to the White Cattle. Yes, uh, today is a um, the day for groundswell uh, in the in the most northern city of the country in Wangarei, in We're on a uh, a uh, uh, convoy of vehicles and trucks and Land Rovers and dogs and whatnot, and um, they're uh, putting forward their objection to. All the changes, uh, three waters and yep. the um, other policies, FNAs and you know, the immigration for yep. workers and yeah, so there's there's a list of things going on here today and mm. and um, yes, yeah, very interesting.
1: Yeah, we've we've just been talking to our previous guest about Ross Townsend who had to resign from Tatua dairy company this week because of his racist comments against uh, Nanaia Mahuta. H- has Groundswell kind of said enough is enough, there will be none of this I know you're lo- allowed to protest but you can't have the racist taunts against the Minister of the Crown
5: Oh, d- definitely not. No, that, that's nothing it's nothing to do with personalities here. It, it's to do with the legislation mm-hmm. by government, no matter what government and who's, who's in charge but it's, it's um, The policies that obviously that people are against. I think um, of all the councils, I think the government didn't ask it to be the three waters to be voluntary, but I think only three councils volunteered some in that region. Mm -hmm. So sixty odd said no, and of course, obviously um, that obviously upset the government. So they just put it through. We're going to do it anyway.
0: This uh, procession you're part of, there, Jimmy, is that uh, on the basis that the government isn't listening?
5: I would think so i i don't think the government has to listen because it's it's you know it's in the majority and um and so things um you know they they've they've sort of got super controlled at the moment and um and their what their policies as i said' is the, the three water reform the national policy on fresh water and the f n a now that's a big one where they can just clearly take private land um and biosecurity and as i mentioned seasonal workers the climate (coughs) change um the crown pastoral law reform and and of course the the thing that i think was the final straw for them was actually the ute tax
1: it's it's quite interesting with the ute tax because we did have a cousin of jacinda and drivers fergie up um up at the parliament buildings we see we see that every once in a while online but the the uh, I think the, as I said, the farmers Thank have had, the yeah, farmers have you. just Thank had you. enough.
5: Thank yeah, you. Hey, where you go down? Yeah. We're just uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, sorry. Can you hear the horns and things there? Oh, and, um, we we
1: we can. Who who was that person <laughs> uh, you were talking to?
5: Uh, there was a, a chap fishing out. Um, he was uh, giving us um, a bag. It's got a flag and directions.
8: What kind um, of on flag? This
5: little, on this little motor. A, a New Zealand flag. It is the New Zealand flag, as we know it. It's not the Confederation of Chiefs flag, which uh, a lot of people do have. Yeah. But it's, it's not that...
1: Um, well, well, I, that, well so. one thing, I hope you guys do not perform the haka this afternoon because uh, the people who got the copyright to that are protesting themselves against that.
5: Ah, uh, yeah. Well, if they got the copy, <laughs> the copyright, I'm not too sure. Um, I haven't actually uh, caught up with that. But um, uh, you know, I I learnt the haka when I suppose I was four, and I've uh, been doing it ever since. You know, school um, activities, um, New Plymouth Boys High. Every time the first fifteen played, we did the haka, and and obviously at it, at uh, it Marais and and places. So we, we've uh, certainly. It's one of their icon things that um, yep. we've done, whether European or Maori, really.
1: Hmm. Yeah, talk about Taranaki. They, uh, they won one of the rugby tournaments la- last night. Um, and Sorry, the Waikato rugby team beat Tasman yesterday here in Kirikiriroa. So that's a bit of rugby. We won't talk about the French test this morning because, as you know, the All Blacks lost that one. So, um, but, No, um, well, actually,
5: to be fair, I didn't know. <laughs> I've been very busy.
1: <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Hey, but uh, good, good old provincial rugby when Waikato and Taranaki can win their pers- their perspective uh, games. It, it's good. Oh. It's good for the provinces.
5: Yeah, and so so Mooloo come out on top, did she? Yes, she did. Yeah, that's isn't that great, and that's that's what that's what we're about in this country.
8: Mm-hmm.
5: You, 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 it's 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 really good, and um, to have all that, uh, and it, it's good for the the province. So um, you know, uh, yeah, and and congratulations to them, and um, and it, it'll give the give the, the you know the local clubs a, a boost, and yeah. and um, they, which
1: they need, of course. Hey, but we've also got to remember your are you're, you're in the neck of the woods, the Taniwha of North Auckland. They they're doing pretty good at the moment too. So
5: um. oh yeah, they've, they've had a little bit of a mixed bag, um, but you know we have a the poor old Taniwha have a bit of a dear. Geog- graphical problem you know i think the, the province is about five hundred k long and about forty k wide so you know <laughs> for the boys to go to practice to go to training they've got a three hour drive uh you know so uh, from all over the north so um yeah but but they 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 do very well mm. and they're always very proud uh, province of their rugby
0: when the procession you're part of Jimmy, reaches its destination. Is that the cue for farmers to talk um, about protest and troubles until the ta- cows come home?
5: Look, I haven't even read the instructions. I just turned up here and they've given us instructions just through the window now. Uh, but really, I think the whole week, this week has been a sad week for Kiwis. Uh, you know, we've had this mandate of people being stood down from their jobs the school teachers and the health workers and. And so, I think it's all. Uh, I think it's all involved in your in people's rights. And uh, this, this is yeah. This, this for me would be one of the saddest weeks I've been in this little god knows.
1: Do you know any of these teachers have been or nurses being put off?
5: Yes, I do. And some of them, like one of them I know, said for like forty years' service of doing you know for the for the health department, and uh, really to put her off and, and she, if she goes on a school site she'll be arrested now I'm not too sure if the policeman comes to arrest her whether he's going to be a vaccinated policeman or an unvaccinated but if he's unvaccinated he's not allowed on himself I assume That's but um, yeah you know the, the, it gets a bit interesting <laughs> if you know what I mean yeah. but it's very sad very sad that a person puts their whole life into it and because of a say, a religious belief or whatever, a medical belief or whatever belief you have, you're allowed to have
0: that. It's a question of what we do when we know something is against the grain, the law even.
5: Yes, well, well, we've come across the the problem ourselves, of course, because we've been sent by WorkSafe, you know, with this uh, mandate and uh, the policies for... uh, uh, COVID-19 and uh, we've had our, um, obviously our health and safety person looking at it and we have to fill it in and, and to be fair to WorkSafe they said if you do all the right stuff, even if you do it wrong, you won't be prosecuted so I thought that was a good step but uh, having kato Works and Japan of course their policy is voluntary for vaccination and no one is allowed to talk about it you know, you, you're not allowed to it's personal, private. And that's the end of it, you
0: know. Yes, well, uh, th- these are strange days. And Jimmy, where is the um, procession now? Heading into town in Whangarei
5: Yes, it is. It is going into town. Oh, um, it's, it's going into the into the city, as I can see it. And I think they're going to go past the Labour Party offices and yeah, make a, make a bit of a noise and a toot and hmm. So the excitement. Uh, um, your opposition is going to have a, uh, a a little talk on the radio at about one thirty-five, I think, and it's um, the AM.
1: Uh, yep. Um, yep. Twenty-six, I think. Yeah. News, helps, news so. talk. News talk. ZB uh, having this on in about 25, 20 minutes. I read that in the paper during this week. Is this a paid advertisement?
5: Well, I assume so. Look, I honestly don't know. I assume so. But maybe the radio company has said, yeah, go for it, boys. I'm not too too sure, Melvin.
0: (laughs) Jimmy, you're always ready to stand by, reserve your view on something and uh, take everything into consideration and then that's how you say what for you is what's what. Do you feel that uh, there's any um, doubt about the farmers' rights, not their rights, but the effectiveness of this protest you're on now?
5: Well, I think it does show that they're concerned, and, and rightly so. And rightly so. The, 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 the legislation that's getting passed, the three waters is one serious one. They, As I said, they wanted it voluntary, and they just put it through anyway. And the FNAs, you know, your private land... Um, some of the other farming political ones are not right up at the play on, so I can't really comment, but it, it, basically it's unworkable, unworkable re- legislation. That's, that's the problem. And you have people in Wellington doing it, and I don't know who they consult with, but uh, uh, for an example was the one with this grazing, winter grazing, where the cow had to be on a less than a 10 degree slope or something in the winter, you know, some bizarre Bit of legislation anyway, they've dropped it because the farmers are right. It's unworkable. And they did drop it. So I I think that's the thing. And I think, as I said before, the U tax was the final straw. uh, Because, uh, and that's not only farmers, that's tradies as well. And that $4,000 U tax. Now, I don't think, to be fair, every farmer in the country is most going to afford He'd mostly spend $4,000 a month on something else easy. So I don't think it was the money. I think it was the legislation that says you pay the youth tax so that someone in the city can buy an EV at $5,000 cheaper. I think yep. that, that's, that's the problem. I think that it, it's just totally unfair. And I'm not, this is not just farmers for the youth, of course. Every tradie in New Zealand, every plumber, every chippy, every, you know, all those people, mechanics, mobile, mobile people, you know, the, even the, you know, the door fixer or whatever. He's, have all got a ute. So I think that that was what was unfair.
1: Well, we'll talk about farmer politicians this week. We heard the uh, death this week of former MP John Luxton from uh, down oh, this yes. way this week.
5: Yes, and I didn't realise, but he was a very, um, yes, he was a, a Minister of Agriculture, from memory, and he, he, he put his best foot forward, and I think it was him and then Nathan Guy, they were trying to double the farming income for the country boy 2025 but then there's a change of government and they sort of want to halve the farming and they they want to reduce it so you know get rid of the cows and so there was a whole there's a big change in those policies
1: so there's no support these days for the current minister of agriculture or whatever title he's got damien o'connor
5: Oh no! I think the farmers support him. I honestly, I yeah, no. What I read about him, he, he's trying hard. I think he's done well with the Brits. To be fair, we, well, must remember we're good at what we do—producing, you know, cheese and milk and all that sort of thing. we we we're, we're um, uh, and and we're the best in the world actually from converting grass to 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 a lamb chop or a, a bale of wool or or a, or a pound of butter, and uh, so we give a fallow product but I think with our products are noted worldwide and um and I think it's good that he's we're getting back with our traditional customers that left us and that's Britain of course.
1: Okay, give us an update on how many people are now since we've been talking to you how many more people have turned up are they turning up on tractors and um...
5: Yes, well I can see trucks and things and I don't know the queue behind but it is it is miles behind. We were sort of um one of the laughter, right? But the people are just roaming in and all the time, and there's signs, you know, like no farmers, no food on the side of the road, and and all that sort of thing. So, um, yeah. So they're, they're getting they're getting good support.
1: And, and and hopefully the media are not in for a hard time this afternoon, like other at other protests.
5: Uh, yeah, well, the media. I've seen the media sort of the government um, talking. Body, aren't they? They, they, they're, they're all pro sort of government. They, they promote everything. There's no, there's nothing that they go against the government that I can see on any, on any issues. And even, even uh, the man who writes in the rural news, the hound. Well, you know, some of the things he says, I used to really admire him, but I think he should change that name to the poodle.
1: <laughs> hey, uh, yeah. well, I, I haven't heard him for a while. But what is Jamie Mackay of NewsTalk ZB saying?
5: I'm sorry, Melvin. I'll have to pass on that. He does write an article but I, I'm uh, I'm still a bit of a wannabe farmer, if you know what I mean. So I don't follow the politics as greatly, but I do the Emerson follower down the wire. Rapper, he writes a good column. You don't have to agree with him, but he, you know, he puts a good point forward.
1: I oh, will. I will. We'll, we'll have to let you go because you want to tune into News Talk ZB at half past one for a message from the pulpit.
5: Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, yeah, well, we can, you, you mentioned before about um, and you're talking about uh, Honey. Yes. Up north and his border control Well, he's he's um, he's he's quite staunch on that. He wants to, to block the border off. But uh, the problem with Honey is um, he he wants he wants us he wants everyone vaxxed up there. Of course, you know the 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 vaccination, and he wants all the information. On unvaxxed Maoris to be handed over, yep. and that's really that's really their business. Those mm. Maori folks, that's their that's yep. their personal business. And really, when I look at that, that sort of smells of colonialism.
1: Oh, he he talked about that. I I think Honey will not let Santa into the north when uh, when Christmas comes all around.
5: Yes, yeah, so I can't. And the other problem I have with it is. He's worried about the Auckland people coming up. Now, they're all double-vaxxed. Now, the important thing is, if they're not vaccinated, they have to be tested. And that's the part I like. Yep. Because hey, a double-vaxxed person can still have the disease. So I think Honey's, yeah, he Well, to the, the, the thing harder. with Honey,
1: too, remember during the first wave of COVID we had in New Zealand, this about a year ago, he travelled from yep. up north down to Auckland to have bacon and eggs with somebody. Remember that?
5: I do. He, everyone was meant to stay at home, and we all played the game. That first lockdown, I feel everyone was really well behaved. They, they, the Kiwis did what they were told, and I think it was sort of a little i a lot because we all we all we all did our part, and we got rid of the virus. That's the thing I really liked, and we had a year of no virus, and then they let it in. And now, now, Honey's going, you know, he's, he's going crook about it again. Uh, but he he does have a point. Oh, yeah. I have to agree with the spot checks. I I think I think he's right there. They're just a waste of time. You either stop it at the border, check them, or you don't.
1: Well, we're going to be watching the news at six o'clock tonight and see if you're on camera tonight up up north. If they ever get up north to to uh, film you, and um, we'll carry on here in Waikato.
5: Oh yes, and and uh, very nice to catch up with you and Bruce. Yep, and. Um, and the white and once again, congratulations on that rugby win. That's yep. uh, yeah, that's, that's a bit of a highlight for you folks there. And uh, hopefully, you uh, keep um, keep it all the, the Waikato going and the virus under control, and 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 have a good, you know, around there's a good uh, Christmas break coming
1: up. We we will. Hey, when when the borders finally do reopen, you'll have to come down to Currie and pay us a visit here at Free FM.
5: Oh, I'll be there. Yeah, of course I'll be there. I'll, yeah, for that reason, the borders. I can actually go through the border because I'm COVID-tested. I always get tested.
0: I do all the right things.
1: Oh, J- Jimmy, Jimmy's coming to Waikato. Look out.
0: That. A law-abiding, <laughs> roving reporter, uh, Jimmy Daisley uh, from up Paparoa, <laughs> currently in Whangarei, the city that's welcoming the farmer's protest.
1: Hey, Jimmy, uh, Jimmy, just before we go, are you driving a John Deere or David Brown?
5: No, no. I'm in the passenger seat and... um Vivian's driving my yeet with all the sign riding
1: on. So we're, we're making the most of it. Okay. Hey, have a peaceful day and um, just, just just remind yourself, just be, just be calm up there.
5: Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that we will be calm. No, no, calm. These, these these. we are pretty calm up here, really. We we get excited with the, when we lose to Auckland at rugby. We might get a little bit stressed. But other than that, we're pretty
1: good. Anyway, Jimmy, we'll catch up with you in the next couple of weeks just to reflect on what is going on. Our roving reporter, Jimmy Daisley, from the winterless north. We don't know if it's raining up there at the moment. But, uh, Mel, yeah... The, 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 these protests um, There was another one in Auckland yesterday Guess who turned up He's breached bail and Look out this week For the Reverend Sorry, Bishop Brian Tamaki Onwards and upwards Radio New Zealand And the NZBC had a whole list of songs They banned And they banned this one from the Everly Brothers
4: Was in the year. May When flowers were blooming Sweet Willie on his deathbed lay For the love of Bobby Allen He sent his servant to the town The town where she did dwell in saying Master dear has sent me here if your name be by Allen slowly slowly she got up and slowly she went to him and all she When she Got
1: there Young
4: man, I
1: I understand why the BBC, sorry, the NZBC banned that one. That was, There was one of the death disks. Oh, just some latest information from COVID-19. There's 149 cases in New Zealand, uh, today. At the border, there's 23. In the community at the moment, there's 4,113. Under investigation, there is one, 149 new cases of COVID-19 in the community. Is that a good sign because uh, it's it is down a bit is uh, things working so we'll uh, we'll give you some places of interest to see what's happening here in Roa, Mel.
0: Glenda Raumati manages Namiro Health Centre based at Narawahia. Being at the heart of Tainui and Kingitanga they see the evasive virus COVID-19 already infecting their people and try to protect them in every way possible, just as Princess Te Puia did in her day in the worldwide pandemic that spread mercilessly among Māori after World War I. It was obvious to her, and still evident today, Māori are far more susceptible than others to corona-type virus. We don't know why, do we, Glenda? But whatever causes it, you want to stop it. How's it going?
9: Oh, it's... Um it's been, we've been promoting vaccination since March. Um, it's
3: been a really tough time. Um,
9: the initial months were good. You know, we had great take up of the vaccine by our co um, so that now our co-matua, uh, across the New Zealand have really high rates of vaccination, which is a good thing. Um, but for our younger, Parts of our population, um, things are not that great. Unfortunately, uh, we haven't got the the coverage is getting better every day, but it's still nowhere where we need it to be um, to offer us as a people the best protection.
1: I lo- love yes. Maori and Pacifica. They're getting behind that. They're having having dancing and music. They've had DJs, etc., etc. Have you had any yeah. of those events out in Nauru? What Yes, there?
9: no, we have. We've had. Um, we've had two mass vaccination events out at Hupuhupu, and The tribe has got behind those events and they've been hugely successful. Um, our last one we had three weeks ago, we had 475 people come through and get vaccinated. Um, 84% of those were Māori. So we were really pleased about that and I think it was almost half of them was first doses. So, you know, those kinds of events do um are effective and our people enjoy coming to them. So, um, yes, and then just last night at Huk we had a, a drive in movie night for that try as a way to get rangatahi to come out and be vaccinated. So and that was that was a beautiful event. If people had to stay in their cars and stay in their bubbles. But it was um, we vaccinated them In the car Prior to the movie starting okay. So um, <laughs> well, well, Yeah So we've been doing All sorts of things To um Yeah You know To attract All the various Age groups To come along And get vaccinated As we've gone along yeah.
1: I, ha- I, I have to ask you What movie were you watching Last night?
9: Oh Free Guy Now I haven't been Keeping up with movies Of late Um But it was called Free Guy And um Warner Brothers helped us out with getting access to the movie, so that was really cool yeah. and we had quite supported it so it was a really great evening beautiful evening I think people were just really really wanted to get out and be amongst it but in the safety of their cars
1: yeah. uh, another thing that saddens me is a lot of fun now going online and watching and um, of course getting online through Google and taking all the all this mm-hmm. misinformation that that is around from doctors and the anti-vaxxers, et cetera. How do you get your tamariki and whanau off off their pads, etc., etc., et cetera, and get into the real world?
9: Yeah, it's really difficult. Uh, you, know, you know, I was born in the mid-60s, so, you know, I'm not, a, I'm not a great one. I know where to get reliable information from, and it's not TikTok, and it's not Facebook. But unfortunately, so much of the younger generation that's where they, that's their go-to place for all the information, and you know how addictive um devices are, and unfortunately, that's just their world, and so it's an ongoing battle trying to dispel all the misinformation that they're getting at on those various platforms it's just It's a worldwide issue, a global issue it's just i think sometimes I think the government has just been a bit too slow to um, the problem with the anti vaxxers in my opinion got ahead of the government with the with their information. But in so by the time the government got their stuff together, their com strategy together, the anti vaxxers were way ahead of them and so they've just been on the back foot. In terms of um, explaining themselves, I think some of their messaging is just a little bit too uh initially was a bit uh too PC yeah you know not direct enough and so you know they kind of we are all paying the consequences yep. of um of what i ill formed um com strategy really
1: i brought this up with one of our previous guests that a uh, mm-hmm. member of groundswell who are roaming through and out the country this week yep. he resigned from tatua this week a man called ross townsend he accused he accused Nanaia Mahuta of being a gang member. You and I know Nanaia, she is not that.
9: Oh, not at all, not at all. It's really unfortunate that people like him grabbed the attention of the media and, you know, he used the platform. He, you know, he is an intelligent man who had enough, people trusted enough to sit on a board of the second largest dairy company in New Zealand and, um... And it's so sad that even people like himself misuse social media to spread misinformation, you know? So sad, that incident. I'm glad he resigned.
1: Well, yeah. yeah, and of course, um, Nanaya's in
0: Dubai at the moment.
9: Yes, she is, at the um, World Expo. Yes. Well, yeah.
0: back, back here at home... You've been doing everything with your team possible to get across to the people who are still unprotected against the coronavirus. You must be getting tired uh, because it's such an effort to keep it up. You go to the
9: We, I think we are tired. We are since there is a sense of um, fatigue amongst the team, but the commitment to getting our people vaccinated is still there. And so we're, um, so we've, you know, we've been doing mostly six days, um, for a very, very long time. But, um, we're still committed to try to get as many of our people vaccinated as we possibly can. This Sunday, the 29th of November, just like we had Super Saturday, mm-hmm. we're going, um, so in total across the Waikato DHB area, there's 8,000 Māori who are eligible for the vaccination for dose one. So we're going to do a DHB-wide, which takes in four iwis, Hauraki, Rāti Raukawa, and Waikato. And we're all going to do a concerted effort on Sunday the 29th to try and get as many of those 8,000 first doses across the line. Mm. So... Um, yeah, we're still, the enthusiasm and the commitment is still
1: there. Might be feeling a little bit tight, but, you know, we're there. Have, have I, you, you, know, you, have, hmm? have you heard, it, Have you heard and the, if there's any new cases of COVID-19 today in Naurawaria, Huntley, I, I'm, I'm going through, the, no. I'm, tr- I'm trolling through the uh, pages at the moment and uh, through stuff in Waikato Times, but uh, it's, yeah. uh, there's a lot of information to digest. We'll keep going, but. Yeah,
9: yeah. So yesterday, I saw a, um, I saw a, that said there were ten cases active active cases in Huntley and ten here in Gnarraway But I also, sorry, I thought, well, I better check it up. So I also got some information this morning from the DHB that said that Gnarraway has five active cases because there's some there's some technicalities away around how they classify cases. Yep. So um, possibly some people living in Hamilton have been at. Have an address in addressing Ngarawa here, and they're being attributed to Ngarawa here, but actually might be isolating in Hamilton. So, um, yeah, then you know, we've been supporting whānau in the home while isolating active cases in close contacts for the last two weeks.
1: And, and, food par- and food parcels, et cetera?
9: Yeah, yes, we do anything that a whānau who requires support to eliminate them having to leave the home. So we're there to offer that kind of support you know so it might be or might be collecting medication for them you know um we've done some of that um telephone pop-ups so that the dhb can communicate with the whanau with their daily chickens um you know most families can hope you know shopping online or they have whanau who can support them? But there, there are a number out there that out there that just don't have the means, and that's who we're supporting. Um, yeah, yeah. Which is it's beautiful work. Um, that, but you know, that's adding on to testing also because we also have a team that's doing community testing. Um, so we're doing we're we're trying to prevent it. We're trying to screen for it, and then when whānau,
3: have
0: been impacted by it. Uh, we're offering our support to them also. Naru here looms large in yes. the Māori world. That mm. work that Princess Te Puia embarked upon in a response yeah. to that first world pandemic that involved a corona-type virus, what did she achieve by that? I suppose ah, it's the well, stuff of legend.
9: It sure is. You know, I'm um brought up here at Narawahiya, Surangawa She built the Marae, The main house here is called Mahi And she built that house as a hospital. That was her intention when she moved from mangatao City to Narawahiya. Her one of her focus was on building a, a hospital. She knew that if Maori were uh treated in an environment that they were familiar with by Maori that their um outcomes would be better. And she learned that way back then in 1918. Um, unfortunately, she built the house. She wasn't given, when it came down to it, there was a, like, a local licensing authority that you went to to get accreditation as a hospital, and she wasn't managed to get it. So the house was never used for their purpose. However, all those lessons she learned about infection control during the flu epidemic she carried those practices on into the marae as it developed. You know, like modern kind of sanitation systems and uh, the benefit of food and having a sound economic base. You know, those are all the fundamentals of maintaining wellness.
1: And and the, and, the, and and this work being carried on by King Tuhetia?
9: Absolutely, he has been the most amazing. Advocate and leader for us in these times, in terms of um, taking a really cautious approach and encouraging our people to do all that they can to remain uh, safe. Uh, He's been a strong advocate for vaccinations, just like Sukuya. You know, there are stories recorded about the earliest forms of uh, vaccinations that came out. She, you know, there are stories of mass vaccinations of the young. Funds on our marae growing up. You know, I've had uncles who would now be in their 90s tell me those stories of them all being vaccinated together. So there's a history amongst our people unfortunately since those times as, as, our, as the position of Māori has um, gotten worse in, in the country, the level of trust in the state has diminished and so you've got all that mistrust of the system on top of misinformation on social media that's um, Really impacted on our young ones, in particular, um, trusting that the vaccine is safe for them, and so they've been reluctant to take it up. But you know, we're getting there slowly. We're hey, getting there, but it's, yeah, I, I'm double
1: I mean, I'm double vax because it's required here at Free FM, and I had yes. no I had no hesitation to go. I
9: know. but you know, you've probably seen the devastation that disease. Causes, yep. you know, like mumps and polio and all those kind of
1: illnesses. These young ones haven't seen that devastation. Well, they have, um, you know. I, I know, as a kid, I had measles, both versions—the English and the German version—that that knocked me back yeah. for weeks on yes. end.
9: Yeah, yeah, and they don't really. Yeah, and so they're not quite understanding. But um, one of the things we tried to say yep. to the government: Why right at they get go? Let let the families go as a whole. Let their grandparents be be the leaders of their families and they all go on mass together. But they didn't. They wouldn't they didn't take our advice and so they separated the old ones out. So they all went off right at the beginning, back in May, April, May. Yep. but their young ones weren't eligible to September. They a. Yeah. No, and they and, and they didn't take our advice that you needed to get us yeah. let, allow us to do it our whānau, Yep. All together. Let the old ones gather their kids, their bonus up and you know, coerce them with love to come yeah. up uh, doing them and this is something we can do together for one another.
1: Yeah. Uh, uh, another thing that worries me too, some of uh, uh, some of the Tamariki and others are following Brian Tamaki after seeing him on the news last night protesting for the third time, breaking bail. I I yeah. hope uh, you've told, the, the, given the message, don't follow what he says.
9: Yes, well, um, yes, well, he has a strong following. And it's kind of, you know, it's those kind of fundamentalist churches that are having impact on our people also. You know, especially the ones who belong to those religions. Um, are taking heed of people like him, unfortunately. There's not a lot of them. Like, So, you know, there's, there's so many different parts to anti-vaxxers, eh? Yep.
8: There's,
9: there's those ones, they're the ones who get all the information from social media. There are those ones who think that um, they're making a stance against government, telling them, dictating them to them how they should run their lives. Yeah, those who just can't be bothered. They could take it or leave it, you know? There's so many different parts to to people who are not getting
1: vaccinated. We have to leave it there because we've got another guest before, a couple of guests before 2 o'clock. It's a pleasure talking to you and bless you for coming out. (laughs) And the people of Naurawati and Hudley, have a great day and uh, next time we'll talk to you, I hope... uh, all the tamariki, all the mokupuna are feeling great yeah. and they're well cared yeah. for. It.
0: A successful yeah. gathering yesterday in the evening it was such a beautiful yeah. evening, wasn't it, Glenda? And you no, were there no, with no, your no, team no, no. and you're yeah, the manager yeah, so. of the Namiro Health Centre based at Naruwa here. Thank you, Glenda. Hey,
1: kia ora to all it's your awesome. friends and family. Kia ora.
8: you. Too. At,
0: uh,
1: we're going to speak to Peter Dornoff very, very shortly. He had an inter- interesting column in the paper. Maybe we'll talk about that. It's 21 minutes to two. One of the songs banned by NZBC Radio News. Well, not exactly banned, but edited. A certain word was taken out of it. And, of course, it's the anniversary. Of, uh, well, it's a new Beatles movie out And it features, of course, Get Back and Let It Be, etc, etc But back in 1969, the NZBC They sent out uh, copies of the ballad of John and Yoko With one certain word taking, taken out Standing in the
4: dark,
1: Beatles on 3FM 89.0, independent community media. The song that the NZBC edited. They took Christ out of it and sent out edited versions. But as is a full version of that song from 1969, goes down well with me. It's a great song. Here's a a man who knows a bit about music, the man with the hat. Good afternoon, Peter Dornoff. Good afternoon,
10: how are you? I am well. How are you? Not too badly. Nice warm day out there.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. There are all sets of rules, laws, regulations mandated in this country to help keep everyone safe. It's compulsory to wear seatbelts, buckle up, saves lives. Everyone does, even some half-intelligent people do. Peter Dornoff, those are your words.
10: Yes, So that's uh, that's the first opening salvo I I wrote um, recently uh, as a letter to the editor, and what prompted that that particular letter was, um, the revelation that uh, a large number of teachers were not prepared to get vaccinated. And, uh, that really shocked me. I thought, um, the, you know, the, you, you expect, uh, others out there like, um, um, you know, uh, conspiracy theorists, um, certain, um, wacko religionists and, and and a handful of narcissists, we we, we expect them to behave like that. Uh, but teachers, I, I was just uh, taken completely aback. I, I can't remember what, exactly what the numbers were, but they were very large. I think it might have been over a thousand, a thousand teachers refusing to get vaccinated, and I just couldn't believe it. Um, these are supposedly intelligent people, in charge of the um, children of a nation and yet they are they are refusing to do what everybody should be doing in this country so
8: your words if
10: they they have a sense of um, of community um, a sense of altruism
0: get vaxxed you say saves lives saves spreading the disease saves the economy
10: that's right it 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 touches every aspect of life doesn't it it's not just your own health it's other people's health it's the health of the nation economically it's the health of the hospitals. Um, yes, uh, and uh, apparently the, the, the stats are already showing that the, the people who are turning up to hospital, uh, by and large, are people who are not vaccinated.
1: Pete, I've got to ask you this. Are you vaccinated?
10: I am. I'm double vaccinated. I've got uh, uh, du- double jabs, and uh, hopefully, uh, I'll be getting the booster a, a little later on next year. Well,
0: it makes sense. We did it for polio, measles, rubella.
10: Yes, I I don't know what it is. Have have people forgotten history? Hmm. Um, You know, we we did all this um, back in the 50s and 60s. I remember as a boy um, at school, we just all lined up and and, and had it done. Uh, No no issues at all.
1: Is that the multi-needle treatment?
10: I remember that. I do remember one of those, yes. There were all sorts of different kinds. I think there was even a, um, a liquid one you took. Yes. Uh, the, the, there were several, anyway, and I, uh, you know, we have to, we have to acknowledge that uh, that, that that has made us uh, a more healthy race of people. Um, yep. um, the African nations, uh, poorer nations, uh, would be crying out for for this kind of thing back back in the day. Well, um, yep. But we had it, and uh, courtesy of, of of the government, and. Um, yeah, we're healthier for it, and, and we we don't have uh, we don't have those diseases anymore. Why don't we? Well, because yeah. we got vaccinated.
1: You you talk about teachers, but there are also the Waikato Times yesterday published a list of all the regional councils, Hamilton City Councils, all the. I never knew there were so many councils in this area, no. and they drew up the list of all the councillors either jabbed or not jabbed. Of course, we know about th- three or four of them not jabbed because of various reasons, what do you got to say about that Peter?
10: Yes uh, it's, it's, it's uh, again it's shocking and, and even uh, perhaps even more disturbing uh, some medical people, some nurses it's just difficult to get your head around uh, this kind of thinking, what's going on here, uh, people who have uh, a medical experience uh, have, have seen uh, how things work Obviously, um, believe in science, and and yet uh, refusing to to do the right thing.
0: A generation gap, perhaps.
10: Who knows? Uh, they, they certainly have forgotten uh, our history. Um, we don't have uh, we don't have polio anymore. We don't have rubella anymore. Um, yes, and we can thank uh, thanks science for that. Yep. But, uh, but this no. Uh, uh, and you look across the world. Um, you know, um, I, I, I noticed uh, Austria. Yeah. Their their, um, their their problems are increasing there, and I think they they are actually thinking about compulsory vaccination.
1: I read that last night. I saw it on the news before I came here to record last night. And uh, yeah, Aus- Austria's moved on it because their rates are going up. Rates in Scotland and UK have gone up again. So, yeah. uh, and then you <laughs> then you see a big crowd. What I was watching part of the France All Blacks game forget the school, but uh, there was a big crowd there watching that, so there's a yes. super spreader for you.
10: <laughs> exactly. It's, it's almost like we've had it too good here in New Zealand, and uh, we take things for granted. Um, and uh, you, you wonder, you know, if we were in Russia and there was a 1,000 deaths a day, um, whether people would be so um, laissez-faire about, about the whole situation.
0: Is it compromising children's education?
10: Uh, well, it is because these teachers now are, are not able to front up into the classroom, and so headmasters are scratching their head and and ser- searching around for um, for teachers to fill the gaps. Mm-hmm. And so, what 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 essentially is going on here is is a kind of selfishness. Um, <coughs> you know, I'm I'm not going to get the jab, and to hell with with my class and my students. Um, I'm just concerned about myself.
0: Because that's the kind of thinking permeating the profession, uh, it's indeed a, a worry. Had you thought of that in conceiving the last sentence in your letter to the editor?
10: Ah, oh, yes. I said, uh, maybe a blessing in disguise. Would you want those kind of people teaching your child? And frankly, I wouldn't. Um, you know, if that's your attitude, uh, if, if, that, if that represents your values, then uh, frankly, I don't want you teaching my children or my grandchildren.
1: It, it, it's quite funny because yeah, watching the news last night, guess what? A lot of these sacked teachers, as they call them, turned up at Brian Tamaki's um, thing in the Auckland Domain yesterday, and now Brian Tamaki—he's in trouble. He's breached three times. So he has.
10: It's disgraceful. It's just—it's a kind of arrogance that goes with the that that kind of religion, isn't it? It, um, it, it is. I'm above the law. I can do what I like. I can I can spread misinformation, um, I can grandstand, and I can a- ignore the, the the court's orders. It's it's just um, completely unacceptable.
1: Peter Doyle, conse- the
10: consequences should should uh, follow.
1: We've got to leave you there, Peter. Thank you for bringing part of our afternoon this afternoon.
10: Quite a quite a ride. It's a pleasure. Okay then. Bye. Bye bye.
0: Pearl Harbor, in the book by Gordon Prang. Is depicted thus. As late as 1941, November the 27th, the United States was prom- proposing to Imperial Japan that there be ten principles by which they might resolve the tension between them. These included admitting Japan to a multilateral non aggression pact among the British Empire, China, Netherlands, and Thailand and the United States. And also to make a a joint promise not to use military force aggressively against any neighbouring nation. As history records, it didn't work out that way. Ten days after the proposal was put to Japan, on December 7th, 1941, Japan would attack the American Pacific base at Pearl Harbour in Hawaii, without warning.
1: Sad times. It is just on nine minutes to two. It's time to talk anything he likes. Good afternoon, sir. Good
7: afternoon, everyone. Trevor's talk. All right, yes. What's on the news lately, of course, is uh, COVID-19, coronavirus, and one of the uh, other names people probably come up with. (laughs) But uh, what intrigues me is the the vast opinions, very extreme, about the inoculation some are all for it, the majority, but there are a hardcore that are against it, uh, thinking that it, 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 you could get all sorts of uh, illnesses through it, as the poison involved in it, and so on. But I, I don't believe that, of course, because uh, they wouldn't be having it on a mass scale as they are. It was on the radio the other earlier this week, where a father went to the inoculation centre. Mm-hmm. After his children went there, probably obviously without his permission, and got themselves an opiate, which was quite legal, and he abused and threatened the, those that are given the injections. I, I heard the audio. You, I did too, as well. Uh, yeah. we, we were both listening to the same station, Magic Talk, at the That's time, right, and, yeah. and you
1: were on this game this week. <laughs> I heard your I
7: heard your dulcet tones again this week. Yeah. Uh, see, but the point is, uh, okay, there's the element of risk of all things, including the injection, but they're so minute. I mean, anything, any medication, uh, there's always a risk of very minute. If you have an operation, you go under sleep with anaesthetic. There's a risk there that you, uh, you could affect your blood pressure, and you could die and all this sort of thing. So, uh, you've got to weigh things up on a practical basis the good of it and the bad of it. Do you ask anybody that's got COVID-19, is on a uh, oxygen mask on them and trying to be able to talk or and, and this sort of thing, and you, you would ask them, uh, if you had your time over again before you got COVID-19, would you have got inoculated? I think you know the answer there. Yeah.
1: Well, 149 cases around New Zealand today, uh, sounds sounds great, but I can't get the breakdown of Hamilton and uh, the Greater Waikato, So uh, well, I'll read it later on other media.
7: So yeah, I think it was always the fluctuation on a daily basis uh, as it spreads around. But this is hardcore, and I've I've spoken to people that are hardcore on it. And uh I've had it. I had no after effects at all. Some people say they get a sore arm. I never got a sore arm. Yep. As if I'd never had it. And uh life just goes on.
1: What about other people what about other people in your building? Have you talked to them? Are they inoculated uh, and
7: they keep very much to themselves behind closed doors there, I mean <laughs> you're lucky to get a low out of them if you yes. see it, them.
1: It, it's their privacy, but I'm understanding that this 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 could break up families, which we, we all don't want. Um, but on another note, did you get to the Frankton Market yesterday?
7: I did. Was, the market was not open as such, but the second-hand shops are open and that sort of thing. Yeah.
1: And I, I I believe our friend from the uh, art shop, she's starting a new business. I heard she's starting a new business. So. Oh, is that right?
7: I know she's got a framing business in yep. Hamilton East. Yeah. I'm not sure. I haven't seen her for a few weeks. Yeah,
1: I saw her on Friday night. I had a drink with her on Friday oh, night. Oh,
7: okay.
1: Yeah, I got, I got out on Friday night. I had to. We were in level two, so I can get out. So is we the, all we are all social distanced
7: There's a restricted number of people that go in.
1: Well, no, there were there were only a few there, but we're all social distancing. We had all masks around. And, um, I, they all
7: had masks on. It'd yeah. be a bit hard to have a drink with <laughs> them. What business is she getting? You don't I, know. I, I, I,
1: I heard something, but uh, no, um, it, it's, it's, it's just something new. Hey, Trevor, it's been a pleasure talking to you this week, and we'll probably hear you again on Talk Back this week.
7: Yep. I think I'll still be kicking around.
1: <laughs> hey. We've been playing songs that have been banned by the BBC. One I remember was um someone told me and I and used to have a copy of it at it, uh, it uh, the C D broke. So but Harold Morrison was on the list of songs never to be played on NZBC and I think this got the treatment. This is the late Sir so Harold Morrison and the quartet. And this is my old man's all black taking you out to two o'clock when we have Harmony Waikato. See you next week. <coughs> Now, that doesn't sound like the Morrison Quartet. We just move it up a notch, and this is it. No, that's not it either. Ah, we, because uh, what's happened is um, it doesn't uh, want to move. So, third time lucky. Here we go. See you later. Now, here's a story for of <laughs>
11: You've heard it all before It's all about me, oh man And the game that he adores As he kicked the ball As he scores a try You'll always hear me cry an old black. He wears a silver fern. His mates just couldn't take him, so he's out now for a term. He'd make them all look silly as he tackled ball and all. And all the girls went crazy as this hoary to a score the soccer union offered Dad a part in a team to go to Scotland to play against the hearts. But to our dear old papa, it was just a silly joke to kick a ball around all day was not for this old bloke. Why <insecurity> say, I say, there, Jerry, my boy. I believe they gave your old man a trial. Is that right? Is that right, That's right, Howard. But well, they didn't tell me it was a dog trial. <laughs> well, a little girl came up to Dad and said so quietly Will you please pay for us, sir? I'll call you, LB. What game is this, my little girl? Why basketball, of course. And everybody heard him yell, Hey, hey get, get me off these coffee. <laughs> Boy, uh, uh, I suppose your old man's a little disappointed. Uh, He's basically left him behind, is that right? Well, actually, Helen, he wasn't craving to go. The Old Black team is leaving, and the best of luck to them. And if they find things tricky, they'll have to play like men. Cause the Springboks will be watching from Translow to Cape Town. The team that ain't got hurries to score their last touchdown. (laughs) My old man's an old black, he wears silver fern. I just couldn't take him, so he's up now for a too. So he's up now for us. Tahiruwa Torovat, they won't take my old papa. So he's up now for us. Be Papalula, give him fucking puha. So he's up now for us. Free Fi 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 Fi, both alpha, he